Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening. It's a, a ZFM Sport on a Monday. It is a Manic Monday. The team is here. Mike Madura, Sean Tafirinika, our producer, Alex Wingira, and myself, Barry Manandi. On the home front today, alarm bells are ringing at Chicken Inn as the Gamecocks have lost more ground in the title race after succumbing to their second defeat in a row when they fell at the hands of a determined Gezi Platinum Stars in a lively match played at Luveve Stadium. In international sports news, Springboks captain Sia Colisi says his team have belief again after snapping a long wind drought in Australia uh, with their focus now on a crunch doubleheader against Argentina in a wide open rugby championship race. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from New York, Boston and Sandvoort. I'm sure a lot of you are looking forward to the second half of the show because it's the Castle World Football Report and kickoff is in the Premier League where Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag has pleaded for patience from fans after the Red Devils' resurgence engaged a new gear following last night's 3-1 victory over table toppers the Arsenal in Serie A AC Milan striker Olivier Giroud has praised the Rossoneri's fighting spirit as two goals by the brilliant Rafael Leao helped the champions fight back from a goal down and earn a 3-2 win over Inter in the Derby della Madonnina and in Spain Valencia coach Gennaro Gattuso Rino is delighted with his players following the emphatic 5-1 win against Getafe which sent a statement to the rest of La Liga. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right, in the top tier of domestic football, alarm bells are ringing at Chicken Inn as the Gamecocks have lost more ground in the title race after succumbing to their second defeat in a row when they fell a 2-1 at the hands of a determined Gezi Platinum Stars in a lively match played at Luveve Stadium. The defeat leaves Chicken Inn 11 points behind log leaders FC Platinum with eight matches left to play. Wulaya-based football pundit Muziwetu Khadebe says Chicken Inn's faltering title challenge is symptomatic of an aging squad. Uh, not easy for Chicken Inn, uh, the 2015 uh, champions. Quite interesting uh, that uh, they came into the PSL at the same time with uh, FC Platinum. And uh, FC Platinum in uh, the last three, four years have really been uh, uh, very dominant if you want to compare them uh, with uh, Chicken Inn. Uh, they have both tried to use uh, the same concept, which has worked very well for FC Platinum, where you target uh, your players who are out of contract but have been 
outstanding. You offer them a decent salary, then you bring them that uh, are contributing to having the best possible side uh, that can win you the championship. Uh, it hasn't worked very well for Chicanini. It has also been coupled by the fact that uh, they have uh, uh, a player like uh, Moses Jackson, their captain. I think Edge not on his side in terms of, uh, of playing that central defensive role. We have seen them uh, try to bring Vincent Moyom uh, from Abulawayo City. He has done well, Vincent, uh, but uh, seems not to be had, having the right partner in terms of that central defense. This has seen them conceding some crucial goals uh, that have seen them lose uh, some matches. Also, if you want to look up front, Brian Musa coming from Division 1, he has done well, he has weighed in with 10 goals, but the biggest challenge that uh, uh, maybe I'm seeing is that when he's off form, there is no one to complement his efforts in terms of scoring, and that has made it difficult for Chicken. And so the goals have not been coming, the defense uh, a bit oldish there when you want to look at Moses Jackson, and uh, this has just made it a bit difficult uh, for them as uh, they try not to concede as well as trying to score at the same time. So it has proved a bit tricky, a bit difficult, and uh, in my view that has been the biggest challenge. Whereas on the other end, you find an FC Platinum team that capitalizes uh, very well on uh, these players uh, who would be out of contract uh, and uh, they simply managed to combine them well with the emerging youngsters which worked well for them. See. The voice of Bulayo based our football pundit Muziwetu Khadebe. He talks about the fact that the aging squad, Mike, uh, as well as uh, the fact that uh, when Brian Musa, who's been their uh, source of goals, is off form, the goals don't come. In this game, they got an early start with uh, Brian Musa on the bench. Malvin Water stood up uh, and uh, I wanted to say stoop to conquer, but he actually is quite a tall man and actually headed in the first goal. So it looked like things were on their way in the right direction but it wasn't to be it wasn't to be very well one of the functions of age is also energy uh, and uh, the longer the game goes you'll find out that the older sides invariably uh, will always suffer will always slow down uh, their reactions uh, become uh, a bit more you know uh, slower and uh, the second to the ball uh, the, the you father know, the, time uh, yeah, father time begins to take its toll and it's not a function of uh, mental strength it's not a function mm-hmm. of ability it's just a function of uh, the, 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 the physical uh, condition of the players. They're just not able to maintain that intensity over a 90-minute game, especially against decent sides. Now, Ngezi Platinum Stars, of course, uh, contrary to the league position, is a decent side because they've got decent players in that squad. We've seen Zimplats and, of course, uh, the owners of that team invest quite heavily, even though things haven't gone according to plan uh, for this season. At the start of the season, a lot of people were predicting Ngezi Platinum stars to have a title tilt. We all acknowledge the quality and the numbers and the depth in that squad. So in this game here against an aging chicken in where Muziwe to uh, Hadebe rightly points uh, to the likes of Moses Jackson uh, playing at centre-back. That's a key and critical position. Yes. Uh, and he's no longer the same Moses Jackson that we knew pre-COVID. Yep. Uh, the man is now nudging 40, if mm. not north of 40. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there is no way uh, that he should still be cutting it uh, against the best players in our league. We saw it with Innocent Mapranga at one point, the yeah. former uh, yeah. Highlanders captain who... Listen, he was all heart, uh, all effort, you know, a willing trier. Never let the side down as far as effort was concerned. But there came a time when age just simply caught up with the man. And I think right now, 
the hierarchy at Chicken Inn have got to look at players like Moses Jackson and think to themselves, you know what, this may well be his last season. He served as well. He's been a good server to Chicken Inn uh, Football Club. No make, make no mistake about that. But I think there can be a role found for him yeah, in the club, the club yeah. like they did with Clement Matau. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, accommodate players like Moses Jackson because, you know, you're a young club. Yeah. Chicken Inn has been in, in our top flight for less than a decade. Yeah, sure. uh, they're a very young club. And so what you want are players like Matau, uh, like Moses Jackson, who carry the DNA of the of club, the club yeah, uh, to remain in the club so that you continue on that club building process. But as far as their designs for this season are concerned, Barry, uh, it's all but over. And I don't think we should still be considering chicken in in the title tilt uh, where FC Platinum are leading the way and Dynamos are chasing. I think chicken in right now should be nervously looking over their shoulder at Highlanders who are in fourth and just four points behind them now. Absolutely. If we want to dramatize what Mike is saying there, Alois, uh, chicken in 11 points off uh, FC Platinum, eight matches to play. Their, la- their form in the last five games is shocking uh, because they have lost three, won one against Harare City, which is relegation uh, threatened, and drawn one against uh, ZPC Kariba in Kariba. And they were all four out of fifteen. So that's yeah, that's 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 not. In fact, if we want to be honest, Alice, that's relegation to uh, um, uh, four. Yeah, uh, if you remember a few weeks ago, I actually uh, said that it's Dynamos that can only chase. Uh, uh, FC Platinum. Yeah. Why? Because I was looking at the inconsistency. For me, it was the inconsistency of Chicken Inn. Gu- guys, come on. When at the beginning of the season, we thought they, they were up there and they were going to be chasing for the championship. But their inconsistency betrayed us. You know, it, it, it was win here, you draw here, you lose there. You cannot chase the championship when you are not consistent. Mm-hmm. We spoke about FC Platinum that they hit consistency towards the end of the season. Yeah. And they, they actually started their consistency like Right in the middle yeah. of the season, and it was actually showing that you know what they could actually run away with it, thanks to Dynamos, who <laughs> have got a, who who, who, who us, yeah, who yeah us exactly, <laughs> who gave us a resurgence. Yeah. You know, otherwise we'll be talking about it's game over. Yeah, right, right, right now, yeah. uh, if if Dynamos had not come back, you know, with uh, with some ca- kind of uh, consistency that uh, that is very very important speaking to the to the to the title chase as well. Of, so, speaking of yeah. Dynamos, title chasing Dynamos did enough to collect maximum points following a narrow 2-1 win over relegation threatened Harare City at the National Sports Stadium yesterday. Two first half goals from Rafka Ondera and Ghanaian forward Emmanuel Paga ensured that Dimbari reduced the gap to six points to lead as FC Platinum who beat Manika Diamonds 2-0 on a Saturday. That's exactly what you're saying, isn't yep. it, Alois? Uh, that Dynamo is managing to, to weather grind out results and we uh, we had a look at that game yesterday against Harare City. They didn't uh, um, necessarily look like a, a relegation Threatened team they played. Well. They were better side. They were for the, me, probably for me, the better side. They shaded me, yes. it. Uh, but Dynamo's found a way. Yeah, they've got the grit. Yeah. You know, I think uh, they found a way to win matches. You know, I, I, we go back to their statement that uh, which was actually not uh, we, we not, yeah, which was not actually which was against the coach. Yeah. But it, it came back yesterday that you know what we don't we don't care about pretty, is playing pretty. Now uh, they as can long, say it as, yeah, as, as long yeah as long as they can collect points. Yeah, you can say that because honestly speaking, I thought Arad City were the better side. You know, if they had converted a few chances that they they also got. You know, especially after equalizing, they got about two, three chances that they could have converted. It could have been a different Pokemon altogether. But uh, it's off to Dynamos. You know, it's, uh, you, you gotta give them the respect. They have the grit. They actually go. Oh, they, they're collecting points when it matters 
the most. It's good for Zimbabwean football. They are doing us a favor yep. as football fans in Zimbabwe. Because if they had continued on their trajectory previously, we could be talking about FC Platinum grabbing the championship already. But they're giving us a go for, a run for the for FC money. We 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 I think they're extending it. We we're going further. You know, I'm probably going to going down to maybe last three, four matches. For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah for, for me my, my my only concern is that uh, you know in this period which uh, FC Platinum has suffered something of a blip uh, because they're not scoring as many goals as they yep. have been scoring. I think in the last five matches, uh, FC Platinum have only scored six goals. Uh, their strength, however, remains their defence, FC Platinum. Yep. In, that, in that period, they've only conceded one. And it's difficult to lose matches if you don't concede you don't much. Concede. Yeah. Dynamos, to their credit, also have conceded one. But Dynamos have scored nine goals mm. uh, in the last uh, five matches. You know, And uh, goals were very difficult uh, to come by in that horrendous run that uh, Dynamos suffered. And uh, a lot of fans were calling for Tonderai Stanza. Andiraya's head. Yes. My only concern is that uh, FC Platinum haven't dropped enough points uh, in this blip of theirs uh, for Dynamos to really have made it very uncomfortable because at six points I mean uh, there's a measure of comfort there uh, for yeah, FC Platinum uh, especially knowing that they don't have to play Dynamos yeah. yes. in any of the remaining matches uh, and it remains in the hands of oh, FC yeah. Platinum and other teams to do Dynamos a favour classically we've known Dynamos especially under Kalisto. Uh, Pasua when they did that four-peat is mm. that they would then engage the teams that they were competing with for honours yes, yes. and classically they the would get the results yeah. that they needed yeah. in order to ensure the title of victory yeah. or to close the gap. I think they did it uh, on a couple of occasions with Highlanders, Highlanders at yes. Barber Fields. Yeah. I remember the one game where Ocean should have scored late, yes. I think with about uh, six or seven minutes to go, mm. uh, in a game that uh, Highlanders totally dominated, but uh, Dynamos still found a way to win. In this particular scenario, unfortunately, they don't have FC Platinum no. in the away. So Norman Mapesa knows that, you know what, I just simply have to beat the teams yeah. uh, that are in front of me. Uh, and uh, first up for Norman Mapesa as he tries to close out uh, this title victory, which of course you see him uh, achieve a four-peat of his own, uh, is to beat Wawa, the bottom side this coming weekend. Yeah, yeah at Ascot Stadium, so uh, that's his next uh, task. It's a, it's a, a short trip from Shoshalani uh, to Gweru, and he's still got to do the business against a Wawa, a Wawa side that's certainly struggling. Your Castle Lager Premier Soccer League match day 26 results. APC Kariba uh, winning 2-0 over Tenax. Uh, triangle uh, were too good for Bulaya City. They beat them 3 nil Blow Chiefs 1-0 winners over Black Rhinos while Cranmore Bullets beat Wawa 3-1 at Vengere. While um, Caps United one all draw with Herentos. Caps United missing a penalty in that game. While FC Platinum 2-0 winners like we said over Manika Diamonds. Uh, Dynamo's getting a 2-1 result over Harare City and then Ngezi Platinum Stars coming from behind to beat Chicken in 2-1. The title looks like this. FC Platinum off on 55 points. Uh, Dynamo's is on 49, six points behind. Uh, Chicken in 11 points off the top on 45 points. Uh, and then Highlanders is in fourth. As Mike said, they're only four points behind Chicken in, so Chicken in should be looking over their shoulders. Uh, the top five is completed. I think you can give uh, Jose Brito, I think he deserves honorable mention there. Uh, where he found Highlanders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And where he's taken Highlanders to, uh, which is the top four, uh, they will no doubt, uh, listen, they're not in the title shakeup uh, yeah. under any 
imagination. But I think what he's done for Highlanders, he's restored pride. Yes. Pride. Uh, and yes. pride is an important thing, especially at clubs like Dynamos, yes. like Highlanders, Highlanders yeah. like Caps United, the traditional teams. Pride is an important factor because it's pride in performance that brings bums on seats yes, exactly. and makes fans believe. And so it's there's something to build on. Blind. Yeah, they, it's, it's exciting again in Bulawayo. That's something to build on yeah. for jo- Jose Brito. I mean, those that gave him a mandate, I think, can look at his performances and say, you know what, uh, if we entrust this man with a bit more, yeah. perhaps we can be in the title shake next season. Made, yeah, right I think ball, so. Yeah. I think I think when you look at Highlanders, you can actually think that you know what this are, this are, this this team is going to be challenging for the championship next season. Yes. You know, if I have to put my money, uh, I I can put my money on Highlanders next season to actually wrestle this title from SC Platinum. Well, I'm looking at SC Platinum getting this one, but <laughs> Highlanders can actually be a very very serious yeah. contender next season. And then, guys, an honourable mention is that uh, Highlanders broke that uh, hoodoo and got the monkey off their oh, back. Yes. They won away <laughs> another important development as well yes. against mm, Yada. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's a very very important uh, result for Highlanders. It gets the monkey off their back. And and now uh, they can start to work without the pressure of leaving Barberfields and everybody talking about, ah, they haven't won away from Barberfields in so long. Relegation zone looks like this. Awawa is last in second last 10x. Harare City is in there and Bulayo City's FEC Kariba is fighting to stay out of their relegation zone. So uh, the City Fathers of both Harare and Bulayo at this stage <laughs> look like they might be playing Division 1 football. Let's give you a local sports news roundup with hockey, tennis and cricket before we jump into some international rugby. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Let's start with the hockey news where Zimbabwe's men's and women's field hockey teams wrapped up their participation in the Central South Africa qualifier for the African Games in style when they won their finals at St. John's College yesterday. Zimbabwe's women's team beat Namibia 1-0 and the men's side defeated Zambia 3-2. Two teams per category qualified for the African Games and Zimbabwe's teams went into the finals having already booked their place at the Continental Games. In tennis news, Zimbabwe's top-ranked professional tennis player Benjamin Benjamin Locke claimed his third doubles title on the ATP Challenger Tour after winning the Bangkok Open final in Thailand on Saturday. Locke combined with Yuta Shimizu of Japan to comfortably beat uh, Francis Casey Alcantara of the Philippines and Christopher Rungkat of Indonesia, 6-1-6-1 in the final played on outdoor hard courts. It was the fourth ATP Challenger Tour title for Locke who has multiple doubles titles on the International Tennis Federation men World Tennis Tour, which is a level below ATP Challenger Tour. We wrap it up with cricket news where Zimbabwe head coach Dave Houghton says the success of the Chevrons should translate into more matches for the country and more tours to bigger cricket playing nations. Following two big losses, Zimbabwe spinners, especially Ryan Burl, turned things around in the third game, bowling out the host Australia for a poultry 141 and then overhauling the target for the loss of seven wickets with 11 overs to spare for historic win. The victory was Zimbabwe's maiden one-day international win against Australia in Australia. And we've got to say, Barry, oh, and cricket fans mate. were cock hoot And just when you, you, you begin to have doubts uh, around Zimbabwe cricket, because we had suffered those two chastening defeats yes. in the first two one-day internationals, these boys continue to show 
immense character and yeah. fortitude to bounce back, not just to be competitive, but to register victory against a full-strength Australia. Yeah, and that's, uh, again, credit to Davy Harden because, uh, in truth, we, we, we all said that let's see what they can do when they get a setback. And they, 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 they did it against Bangladesh. This time, they're against world-class opposition and they still do it against Australia in Australia. Couldn't be more proud of these boys. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Let's jump into that international rugby news where Springboks captain Sia Kulisi says his team have belief again after snapping a long wind drought in Australia with their focus now on a crunch doubleheader against Argentina in a wide open rugby championship race. South Africa had not tasted victory in Australia for nine years but put their demons to bed in a fiery 24-8 bonus point win over the Wallabies at a heaving Alliance Stadium. Uh, let's hear from Sia Kulisi. You know, there was nothing different to our performance, like on our game plan or anything like that. It's just that we took the opportunities we, we created today, and that's what we want to do each and every single time. It will make um, it will make our, our, our job so much easier. You know, not to have to fight back the whole time. You know, but um, the fact that we can create those kind of opportunities is encouraging, and the, and the fact that we could finish today was really um, uh, good for us as a team, and it's also a good reminder that we can do it going forward. You know, we must just keep on doing them. That's all we want. It's just been consistent in taking the opportunities once we create them. Yeah, um, and saying the C word uh, for Sia Khaleesi is probably what they need to focus on. Consistency. Um, uh, if they can be consistent and look, we know what South Africa does, but they just need to be consistent in doing it. Yeah, absolutely. They need to be consistent, uh, but uh, it's not going to be easy. We have seen uh, this uh, Argentina side that they're up against. Yeah. Uh, it's a vastly improved side. Big I time. know this past weekend's result, we will not speak into that and we're going to discuss that a bit later on. They were well and truly thumped by the All Blacks, but um, uh, the previous two results that they enjoyed, the Pumas in the in the in the rugby championship, uh, were a first-time victory in New Zealand versus yep. the All Blacks, and then of course uh, that thumping off of Australia, Australia. Uh, in Argentina, Argentina yeah. showing you that when they do bring their A game, the Pumas, they can beat anyone, especially if they are playing on their own patch. So they decide that Kampi sniffed that. Uh, the Springboks know that they're going to have to play well, and play well is exactly what they did this yes. past weekend yes. versus the Wallabies. We talked the previous weekend about a fast. Start and the Wallabies mm. had got that in the previous game that they won. This time it was the Springboks. Fast starts, straight out of the blocks, very physical, very intense. They had the Wallabies around the thro- throat and they did not let up. And that is actually what they got them the victory. It was just the intensity and the ferocity at which they played. And the Wallabies couldn't match them. Yeah, they dominated uh, territory and a uh, possession in their four tries to one uh, victory. And Dave Rennie, the Wallabies coach, uh, says that it highlights how tough international footy is at the moment and that quote the teams are so even if you're 5% off you so get hurt absolutely yeah absolutely uh, uh, that, that, let's look the previous weekend what were we talking about mm. we were talking about the Argent, uh, Argentine side beating the All Blacks yeah. why because the All Blacks were just a tad off their game yep. uh, this weekend the All Blacks got everything right 
cut out the mistakes they were on top of their game they put them to the sword mm. last previous weekend as well it was the, the the Wallabies on top of the situation versus the Springboks this time it's a reverse we were talking about the abnormality of the log standings last uh, <laughs> week on yes. Monday yeah. and that log has now been turned completely around so Upside I do down. believe that the fine margins between about six or seven sides in world rugby of course the southern hemisphere nations then you throw in your France your England your Ireland and possibly your Wales in that mix means yeah. that they are about seven or eight sides who on their day can beat each other I'm sure that excites you for the World oh, Cup next can't year. wait can't wait <laughs> but I do have a feeling that uh, closer to the World Cup I think you'll, you'll have about two or three sides that will stand that, up that, yeah. that'll stand out and pull yeah. away 100% now in other results in New Zealand forwards coach uh, Jason Ryan has called for consistency after the 53-3 thrashing of Argentina saying it should not take a setback to fire up the All Blacks New Zealand unleashed their most complete 80 minutes of 2022 in Hamilton on Saturday running in seven unanswered tries and brimming with intensity just seven days after being stunned 25 to 18 by the same opponents uh, what you were talking about the consistency the yeah. ability to cut out the mistakes play the perfect game and again it's testament to the strides made by Argentina that the All Blacks have to bring it against Argentina in previously the All Blacks show up they'll beat Argentina yeah absolutely they'll do that uh, even in second gear but uh, there was one fascinating st- uh, stat for me I think uh, as we were approaching the 60th minute in this game uh, the commentators uh, talked about only two handling errors mm. uh, from mm, the yeah, All Blacks that's it. A- and that was the key difference with the last game the other key difference was uh, the All Blacks ferocity at the breakdown right. they didn't give the Pumas a chance because the Pumas in the previous game had dominated the breakdown this time Sam Kane every time we seem to call out Sam Kane and criticise <laughs> Him, uh, and question his leadership. When he's staring the exit in the He face. comes up with a man of the match performance, <laughs> and he was absolutely immense in this game. Uh, and it was not a surprise. I mean, that they ended up. And this is the thing about the All Blacks. You know, yeah. I loved it because this was classic All Blacks. They they, they, they they were registering a comfortable win, and a lot of nations would have said, you know what? At about 33, it's okay. Yeah. We've won this game, and uh, you know the newspapers going to be singing our praises. Yeah. They decided to go for more. Yeah, uh, and go for more. When they got to 40, you could tell that they were thinking, hang on. We, we, we could score 50 here. Yeah, yeah, it was a point to prove. And uh, as a result, New Zealand is sitting atop the rugby championship standings. But when we say this is a tight rugby championship or open rugby championship, we absolutely mean it. New Zealand is on top, they've got 10 points. Second is Australia, third South Africa, fourth Argentina, all on nine points. One point in it in all four nations. So everything to play for. Can, can I tell you something else that's fascinating? Yeah. Both. Or, or not both all four yeah. have played two yeah. one two lost two lost you there you go <laughs> so it's the bonus no, points that are counting alright we go around the world in a 60 we got uh, stops in New York Boston and South Fort hello my name is Ibn Etzibet I play for the Stormers and the Springboks you're listening to ZFM Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We serve off in New York where Nick Kyrgios has said his desire to make those closest to him proud and change the public's perception of him is a driving force behind his improved play following his fourth round win over world number one Daniil Medvedev at the US Open after its 7-6-3-6-6-3-6-2 win powered him into the quarterfinals. The Mercurial Australian has long been open about his struggles with mental health and said he's proud 
proud to have bounced back after being in some scary places in recent years. We'll go over to Boston where Dustin Johnson, DJ, claimed his first live golf invitational series title after holding a long-range eagle putt to claim a dramatic playoff victory. The two-time major winner beat Chile's Joachim Neerman and India's Aniban Lahiri in a three-way playoff after the trio finished their 54 holes on 15 under par. Zimbabwean golfer Scott Vincent with a total of five under finished tied for 21 in the 48 player field. So congratulations to him holding his own in that Stirler field in Boston. And in Zandvoort, Max Verstappen's serene march to a second title continued with a comfortable victory in an eventful Dutch Grand Prix. The Red Bull driver had to pass Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes after a late safety car period to take his 10th win in 15 races this year to extend his lead to 109 points. We've always talked about Ferrari botching it this season, but this past race was marked by a monumental cock-up by Mercedes. <laughs> Don't miss full details on tomorrow's Zimoko Formula One report. The Castle Premier Soccer League, La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. Right, let's get into it. Uh, our producer here, not very excited about uh, this particular <laughs> section of the show today because he's an Arsenal fan. But uh, let's start off, of course, let's ease him into it by giving you the weekend results out of England. It all kicked off with the Merseyside derby. That one finished a goalless outstanding. Standing performances by Jordan Pickford Berry. He kept Everton in that game, made as many as eight brilliant saves. Yeah. And you've got to say that, you know what, there was a time when he was being questioned as England's number one. But over the last 12 months or so, uh, he has shown his value as yeah. a goalkeeper. Yeah, look, uh, um, I think I think he has. He, uh, he, I, I still feel that perhaps I still have questions around him being number one. Can he one. Ch- who would challenge um, him I, I, for I that number that, one spot? I think Henderson is is uh, is making a, a good shout of it. I think Ramsdale at Arsenal is making a, a good fist of it as well. And notice I haven't even spoken about Nick Pope. Uh, so I think that the goalkeepers that are coming through better that, than are better, that are better than Pickford in all facets of goalkeeping. Mm, he's a great yeah. shot stopper. Mm. But I think his decision making is, is wayward and I think his distribution is now he, a little he, bit... Yeah. His decision yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah, yeah. yesterday was yeah. absolutely spot on <laughs> nah, uh, as, as, as they yeah. defied Liverpool. Brentford thumped Leeds 5-2. Uh, Newcastle United and Crystal Palace goal is Draw VAR controversy in that one as there was in the Brentford game, as there was in the Everton game. Should yeah. Virgil van Dijk have been given a red card? Nottingham Forest going down at home to Bournemouth 3 2. Tottenham 2 1 victors over Fulham. Wolves beating Southampton 1 0. Aston Villa and Man City. VAR controversy in that one. Brighton thumped Leicester 5 2. Chelsea 2 1 victors over West Ham United. VAR controversy in that one. My goodness. But the talk of the weekend, Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag has pleaded for patience from fans after his side's resurgence stepped into a new gear following last night's 3-1 victory over Arsenal. Well, I'm worried. It's a big word. I, I know our um, uh, defending line can deal with that. But, uh, you know, they have a lot of creativity. And what I said, they have good routines. Uh, but we could have done things better. But that will come. We are not that long together as Arsenal is. 
And when we get that in, uh, we will uh, be even more con uh, get control in the game. And that is what we have to work for. And but that's hard work. And so still a lot uh, room for improvement. No, I think we had a good plan, but we, we uh, didn't get it on the pitch. And I think when when we should have, uh, we could control it. And then it's no problem. So we will work on that. Uh, but as you see, uh, even if the team gets a setback, uh, they deal with it. Uh, they fight back. And uh, that's really cool to see. Uh, that is, um, uh, this mentality, uh, I like that. That is uh, Eric Ten Hag pleading for patience from the fans. That includes you, Alois. Yeah. Are you happy with what you see? I was happy. I was happy uh, with what I saw, you know, uh, to, be, to be honest, uh, uh, we played a uh, counter-attacking game, which works wonders, which works so well. The, the, guys, the forwards were clinical, you know, going forward, the energy, let's put Arsenal dominated possession. They are slick. They played well. They played mm. a good game. It was good to the eye. Mm. It was enjoyable. I, I enjoyed watching Arsenal yesterday, but I enjoyed the tactical argument of Manchester mm. United because they knew that they, they could have made. They had a plan to counter what Arsenal was doing. They knew what was happening. You could actually see that these counterattacks were not just random. Mm. These were things. That well, the, it was I'll, give you, I'll give you one, well Alois. Uh, the first goal, I think there were four passes backwards uh, as they drew Arsenal yes. in and yes. then there was the forward thrust yes. once the space was created. Exactly. So that it was methodical. You know, I, I could actually watch it. I was like, yeah, the, here we go. Here we go. And you can actually feel it's on. Yes, you can actually feel it's on now. Now we can go. And the second one was like bang, bang, bang. They, they were pressing, pressing, pressing and all of a sudden it was, it's get out of here. And then, and wow, wow. Exactly. Rashford is on his way. Barry, I want to bring you exactly. in. Uh, and man, and United fans, I want you to hear me carefully. Uh, and Alois, I also want you to hear me carefully. I, I, I say this not by way of insult. Okay. But what we saw yesterday, Barry, was that not Ole Ball by another name? Yeah. Now, this is not the Ole that got fired last season, no. but the Ole that finished second, second uh, yes, yes. in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very similar. The Spot setup, yes. the way that they approached the game, Spot on. The, the the personnel chosen, Spot and on. The, everything was uh, Spot yeah. on. It was all a, it was all a ball by by a different name, and also with a bit more quality in it uh, because now yeah. you had the likes of Anthony in there and, and mm. so you, 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 you've got you had Rafa Varane Sancho seems to have found a bit yeah. more confidence yeah. yeah, so, so Ericsson yeah. In, in the middle so, so with, a bit, with a bit more quality but certainly I would agree with you 100% in the same way it was Ole Ball um, and perhaps uh, Manchester United should, should perhaps not try to be to quote Ndiraya Manchester City they should try to be united and be a counter-attacking team uh, 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 especially, especially with the vision Alois of Ericsson and Bruno I mean some of the passing that we saw in that game uh, when the team is set up like that to play counter-attacking football it seems that's when we see the best of Bruno Yeah. when yes. Man United has tried to dominate possession and they've tried to pass it around uh, for far too long sideways and back ETC it seems we haven't been able to get the same Bruno like we saw last season where Bruno was hardly recognizable Not as uh, one of the best players in the league but now we're beginning to see shades of that Bruno who initially stormed into the English Premier League and dominated with his stats especially his assists most definitely Mike uh, I, I, I say it and people I, I don't know people disagreed with me I was saying Pogba should get out of that team because why remember I was saying he slows down Manchester United he wants to take a second another touch another touch mm. and when you have a person like Bruno Bruno is 
is a thinker. He's a quick thinker. And he he sees, sees, pass yeah, exactly. That's what I wanted to say. He sees a pass way before he gets the ball. So he wants to play it. Now he's busy asking for the ball from Pogba. Pogba is delaying. Mm. And by the time he gets the ball, it's blocked. I like yes. where you have taken the conversation. Pogba is one. The other one, Ronaldo. we talked about it, yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Very true. Ronaldo surely in this system has got to be content with being a bit part player Impact and player, coming yes. off the bench because yes. I, I can't see him complementing the attributes of this present team yep. and that vision of Ericsson and Bruno Fernandes because he simply just doesn't have the pace that he used to have five years ago. No, he doesn't. And also you could see it when he came on. Um, he, he struggled. Uh, and three of the substitutes struggled with the, with the, the balance of the Man United team. Casemiro didn't cover himself in glory when he came on. Uh, I think he, one of his first touches was a mistake that resulted in Arsenal looking at uh, uh, De Gea in the, the whites of his eyes. Uh, Harry Maguire had uh, a few loose touches to begin with and then yeah. Ronaldo didn't have a game that covered himself in glory. That's also Bruno was in the shadow of Mdara. So that last season we didn't see the best of him because everything was being funneled into Ronaldo. Let Bruno have the freedom to pick a pass, to yeah. decide whether he's going to give it to Sancho, to give it to Rashford or whoever. Not necessarily everything funneling through Ronaldo and then you'll see the best of Bruno and we're seeing it this season. Alright, uh, let's go into the messages because there are plenty. Anze, good evening sports team. Shiri, Leicester, Inamuto, Arsenal, Gujiwa on week six, Sebroila. The Anthony boy, what a way to introduce himself to the Man United faithful. Two out of two versus the big five. Java Zebora is glory, glory, Man United. That's Nolan Mapranga. Kwamu Murambinda. Kwamurambinda. That's that's brilliant. Uh, Dimbare Man United made my weekend. Uh, that is Anze Kadiki, MT Pachikomo Apo. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Uh, and then Anze, what about the disallowed goal? What's your take on that? And I think he's talking about the Arsenal uh, goal, Barry. And uh, you've got to say that uh, the decision was, I think, spot on. That's, that's uh, one big, that VAR got, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the VAR got that one correct. Mm. It was a foul. It was a foul. Uh, and yeah. uh, it, it, listen, just barely seconds later, the ball was in the back of the net. Yeah, no, no, no. In the build-up, uh, there, there was there was a, a clear foul in the middle of the pitch. And uh, in truth, uh, there was no question about it. I think VAR uh, had a terrible weekend, but on that one, they got on absolutely right. Okay, and I think uh, on tomorrow's show, we'll of course uh, be exploring uh, the outcry uh, of VAR and some of the fallout, uh, which has seen uh, the uh, uh, the uh, yeah, match officials absolutely uh, limited, yeah. limited uh, admit to, of course, uh, their shortcomings this past weekend, particularly two matches, the goal that uh, was disallowed for West Ham, and as well as the goal that was disallowed for Newcastle United. They put their hand up and said, we got it wrong 
in these two matches and uh, there have been of course engagements that are underway right now uh, and tomorrow will no doubt explore that issue uh, by and large. Let's take a look at the latest log standings. Arsenal still lead the way with 15 points after six matches. City are in second, just one point behind Arsenal. They have 14 points. Also on 14 points is Tottenham. Brighton, they're having a good start to the season. They've got 13 points on their four matches. United is in fifth, Chelsea in sixth and Liverpool are in seventh place. Currently in the relegation places at the moment with lots to worry about. Leicester City, victoryless this season. Nottingham Forest and West Ham. The Meratsuri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, you'll have a go. Oh, it's goals! Sensational goal from Pedro as Roma doubled their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play, wonderful goal, and Castrovilli 2-2 two two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful, the best of Italian football on Z. Notable results out of Italy this past weekend. Udinese thumping Roma 4-0. A chastening result, Barry, for Jose Mourinho. It looked like everything was hunky-dory and everything was smooth sailing. But this will be yet another reminder that uh, there's still a lot of work to do for Mourinho uh, at Roma. Yeah, everybody needs a kick up the backside. And uh, I think this was the, the, the kick that he needed. Uh, and I'm sure Mourinho, typical Mourinho, so you'll be able to pick up his troops and uh, get it back on track. Udinese are playing well to get there and full value for their 4-0. Uh, so, the credit to them. But Roma needs to get get things back on track and quickly. Well, Fiorentina and Juventus share the spoils in a one-all draw and Napoli won on the road 2-1 at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. They beat, of course, Lazio. But the big game was the Derby della Madonnina and AC Milan striker Olivier Giroud has praised the Rossoneri's fighting spirit as two goals by Rafael Leao helped the defense champions fight back from a goal down and earn a 3-2 win over local rivals Inter. Let's hear from the Frenchman, Olivier Giroud. The message uh, our credo, if I can say, uh, is crederci uh, sempre. Always believe. And uh, yeah, even when you concede the goal, the most important is to keep the, the team spirit, the team cohesion, not to rush uh, our football and, and to play with our qualities. Uh, we were we were lucky to uh, to come back straight away in the game with a, a nice Rafa's goal, and then after I think uh, yeah that was uh, the turning point if I can say, or maybe my goal uh, in second half. But I I knew that uh, after that goal uh, we didn't let them take too much confidence. That's why we uh, we were back in the game. Right, before we get into a discussion of that, I just thought I'd help out uh, Marshall in Chinoy. He says, hi guys, I'm not hearing Peter Drury's voice on big matches. Where is he? Those big games need Peter Drury's voice. Well, Marshall, 
They're hearing Peter Drury's voice in the United States of America. He's working on one of the TV networks in the United States doing the English Premier League for the American market uh, and no longer for the global market. So, uh, unfortunately, we won't be hearing him, but there are those in America who have paid big money, no doubt, uh, for for his services. (laughs) To poach him. That's what happens, you know, when uh, you you are that skilled. Remember we had uh, John Dykes as well, yeah. uh, who was another one who a familiar face on uh, our our televisions mm-hmm. uh, and used to lead his discussions of best no, anchor. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and he went uh, to Asia. To Asia, yeah. Yeah, and mm. uh, he was taken up there. So uh, these guys are being offered uh, money by uh, different uh, television networks around the world. Uh, and so it's not like he's quit the game or left the game. It's just that uh, he's no longer exposed to our market. I'm, I'm the hoping, Americans are enjoying him. I'm hoping that he'll be actually part of the uh, Champions League commentary panel uh, so that we can still hear him. I hope so yeah. too and uh, I hope I also he'll be part of the World Cup I hope he'll be involved in that as well because you know Martin Tyler they got Dara Geiger they my World Cup final Martin Tyler they got Dara Geiger so anyway let's, let's talk about uh, the Derby de la Montadina guys oh. and Rafael Leao uh, Alois nice. yeah. what, a, what a player mm, You know fantastic. Occasionally there they comes a young bright star well, Onto yeah, the, yeah. The, the world football scene That truly captures the imagination A few years ago we are talking about You know Kylian Mbappe ETC But I see Rafael Le- Leao In that mould yeah. This yeah. is a guy I think yeah. Who's going to climb to the very top of world football yeah if uh, if he keeps the trajectory you know sometimes you have say, a boy wonder that uh, comes onto the scene and they fade away you know they, i they hope that ra- he, wrong career decisions exactly <laughs> yes i hope he doesn't and uh he's a youngster that i think that he needs um a, a team that actually promotes his growth you know not your psg like i've always said um Bappe is not going to grow as fast as he should be if he stays at at, uh, at PSG. He needs a Barcelona. He needs your Man City. You know he needs your Manchester United. He needs your Real Madrid. That's that's the only way he can actually grow. So I'm looking at him. Not you know Jovic was uh, exciting. We thought that Real Madrid was going to. Uh, catapult him to superstardom, mm. but he, he actually fed it. So it also depends on the personality, on the character of the player. I think he needs a bigger stage as soon as possible to actually grow. Like like what you, what what we've done, what you've seen with Holland. But you know, has, Holland is just uh, he is just his level has just gone up uh, in margin. He's caught fire. Um, I I do, however, think that Rafael Leao um has had the benefit of being in this Milan team that's on the rise um, and is re-establishing itself. So I think for now, certainly for this season and next season... Superstar, you you, you won't find him there. uh, uh, Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Hear me out. Because uh, what I'm saying is right now, this season and next, I think he's in the right place. Because he's he's, he's getting the space that he requires and he's in a league that... That is allowing him to grow. Yes, 100%. Then after that, then perhaps he can he can then make that How big long? step. How long? Uh, like I said, 
end of end of this season, <laughs> maybe even next. Oh. Okay, he, he, he I can agree stay with in Italy. You. Yeah. Yes, he, he I can agree stay with in you. Italy. Okay, yeah. but yes. uh, there's also been big investment that's come in uh, to uh, AC Milan. They've been bought by Red Capital. Yeah, there for we go. One yeah. and a half. Uh, so they're now, of course, a sister club to Liverpool, to Liverpool uh, yeah. because they're they're owned by principally the same people yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that should see more money come into AC Milan, uh, and perhaps you know the ability for them to strengthen even more. Because right now he's been quoted at 120 million pounds. There's no telling how much this, uh, how how valuable this boy will be, will be uh, after this season. Yes. I, I, ho- I hope he has got a strong release clause. Yeah. He might like you, you know, you know <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the net result of all those uh, results uh, in Italy but this weekend, yeah, is that uh, things brilliant. are, are very, very tight at the top. In fact, the top eight teams in Serie A are separated by only three I points. I love it. So Napoli in first, AC Milan in second, Atalanta in third, Udinese in fourth, Roma in fifth, Juventus in sixth, Internationale in seven, and Lazio in eighth. They are just three points separating (laughs) all those teams. (laughs) Uh, Time, of course, uh, not uh, a friend on the show, but uh, we've got uh, just enough time to tell you, of course, uh, of results out of Spain. Real Sociedad and Atletico Madrid, the one-all draw. Sevilla thumped at home by Barcelona, 3-0. It could have been 6-7 or in that game. Lewandowski scoring once again. Uh, Real Madrid, 2-1 victors over Real Betis, but uh, the standout result uh, was that 5-1 win by uh, Valencia over Getafe. Very quickly, Barry, we've seen Gattuso come in and play unlike himself. Yeah. I mean, he was a hard man, you yeah. know, a grafter, but his sides play with panache, yes. with a lot of flair. Yeah, I mean, they're very really surprising. I'm not a grafter. I'm a I'm a grafter. 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 I'm a yeah. As as their coach, so Reno Gattuso has reinvented himself, and we love it. You're absolutely enjoying what Valencia is doing, and long, long may it last. Unfortunately, what can't last is the show. Yeah, it can't last, Barry. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we do promise that uh, I think Germany, uh, France, uh, the VAR controversies, and a it's lot more, as well as a bit of Africa, uh, we'll be discussing all that uh, on tomorrow's edition of ZFM Sports. So you don't want to miss uh, the beautiful game section on tomorrow's show. For now, may God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking. Manande out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest, the clean finishes, and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.